Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liliano, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Happy Monday. As always, I'm here to make sure that you get off to a great start of this week. If you're new to the podcast and our community, make sure you give this show a follow so that you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. And I've got exciting news for you guys. This year, we are going to start doing in real life events. Since COVID, we have worked purely online and online is amazing. It offers so much opportunity to reach out to people all over the world. But meeting in person is still different. So we have already started planning out our first events and it's going to be in March. It's going to be one in Belgium and it's going to be at least one in Florida. So we're going to for sure host one in Wellington in Florida. And in case there is enough interest, we might also host one up in Ocala. For more info about this, go to mindic.eu slash events, where we'll soon open up for registration. So you're going to be able to register online for those events. Now, if you want us to host an event close to you, or if you want us to be part of an event that you're already hosting, maybe you want a mindset mastery session during your event, then contact us. Anything is possible as long as you take contact with us and we can investigate opportunities. So if you're interested, go to mindic.eu slash events. There's also going to be a registration form there for you so you can submit your request if you want us to host events or be part of your events. The links to that can be found in the show notes. Again, it's mindic.eu slash events. Now, today I'm going to talk about how to stop taking failures so personal. It happens so often, doesn't it, that we get down or sad when a competition or training didn't quite go the way we had imagined. When you get a comment or someone yells at you or you're just not happy with how things transpired. So as always, I want to start with the why. If you listen to this podcast for a while, you know that I always like to start with the why. Because when we understand the why, why we act in certain ways, it will also help us correct it. The first step in solving any kind of problem is to understand the cause of it, right? So why is it that we start talking shit to ourselves in our head the moment we fail or someone gives us a negative comment? Why is it that we start telling ourselves things like, you idiot, you did it again, you know you shouldn't do it like that and still you do it. You are useless. You're never going to get it right. Why do you even bother? Do you recognize any of this? This is only me having this kind of conversation with myself in my head. I'm guessing that you do as well. And in that case, congratulations, you are human. This is what humans do. Or at least we do when we let the subconscious part of our mind run its course, when we don't interrupt it, when we don't use the conscious part of our brains to actually take control. So why does human do this? Because one of the favorite activities of the human brain is to do something called generalize. Generalizing means basically making assumptions based on previous things it has experienced. So why does the human brain does this? Because it wants to save energy. Your brain is the most energy consuming organ in your body. 
It's only making up like 2% of your body weight, but it uses approximately 20% of the body's total energy budget. Now, your brain's most important task, guys, I know there's a lot of theory, but just stick with me for a moment. It's important to understand it. So the most important task of your brain, I've talked about this in the past, the most important task of your brain is to keep you alive. And in order to do so, it needs to have sufficient energy available at all times to be able to run away from a lion. Or at least it thinks so. Like there's not so many lions going around anymore, but your brain is exactly the same it was like thousands and thousands of years ago when there were lions running around, right? So rather than wasting, and I say wasting in quotation marks, so rather than wasting energy on factually analyzing what the cause behind a particular event was, It's going to generalize. It's going to make an assumption of what the cause was rather than actually finding out the actual cause. Because by doing so, your brain saves a lot of energy. And again, it wants to save energy. So it's prepared to take off whenever something dangerous is happening, right? So let's bring this back to writing and how this generalization activity of your brain is making you take failures personally. Because that's what we're talking about, right? Let's say that you've had an experience in the past, like someone telling you that you can't see distances or someone shouting at you for doing something wrong in your writing or really anyone giving you any kind of feedback on something that you could improve upon and your brain is interpreting this as criticism. Maybe someone gave you feedback, but again, your, your brain is generalizing and every time maybe you've had some experience in the past, I'm not going to go down this path because we can go further and further and further. But let's say someone gives you some kind of feedback and you interpret that as criticism. Or someone says something like, your brother is a really good writer. Maybe you were a kid, someone told you something like, oh my God, you're, he, he just did a really nice round. And your brain, again, is interpreting this as, oh, he's a really good writer, I must be a shitty writer because you're not saying I'm a great writer. You're saying he's a great writer. So that probably means I'm a shitty writer. Again, it comes down to interpretation. Uh, And a lot of time when we're kids, we can't see the bigger picture. So our brain is going to make like false, again, make false assumptions based on what it knows and makes based on what it's capable of. Uh, And it's going to interpret this a certain way. So you can have had experiences like this in the past. And what's going to happen in your brain is that based on those experiences of or what your brain has made of those experiences, it's going to form the belief of I'm not a good writer. I am always making mistakes. I am always doing things wrong. I can't see distances and on and on and on it goes. And then it's going to use this belief to generalize going forward. So whenever in the future something doesn't quite go the way that you had imagined, no matter what the actual cause is, your brain is going to generalize and it's going to go, yeah, that obviously happened because you're a shitty writer. Because you already hold the belief that you're a shitty writer, right? So let's say that you were to get a less than ideal distance to a fence. I take this as an example because I know a lot of you guys are challenged by this. So let's say you were to get a less than ideal distance to a fence. Your brain is going to generalize and it's going to go, oh, that obviously happened because you're a shitty rider that can't see distances. 
Well, actually, the fact that your distance didn't come out could be of a million different reasons. It could be that your canter wasn't powerful enough. It could be that your horse's shoulder was falling out throughout the turn. It could be because your horse wasn't straight to defense. It could be because you didn't have enough leg on. It could be that you weren't looking forward but down at your fence. It could be that your horse wasn't looking forward to the fence but was hanging downwards in, in, in the bit and didn't look up. I think you can see where I'm going with this. There could be a million different reasons as to why that didn't, distance didn't come up the way you had imagined. But your brain, rather than using energy, figuring out the actual reason, your brain will generalize and it's going to go, yeah, that obviously happened because you're a shitty rider who can't see distances. Now, what's really dangerous with all this is that when you do this, you put yourself in a sort of deadlock position where you cannot progress because you don't know what to improve upon or how to improve upon it. You don't know the actual cause of why that distance didn't come out and you don't know what to work upon. Plus, your confidence will have gotten a knock because your belief of I'm a shitty rider will have gotten reinforced and gotten even stronger. You will have collected yet another experience that is going to make any kind of experience in, with failures in the future. Your brain is going to be even more likely to write it off as you're a shitty rider because you've just collected more evidence and more sort of proof to your brain and, and, and more sort of uh, context to, to, to even more use that generalization. You've, you've made that generalization even stronger, right? So unless you interrupt this negative spiral, it's going to be impossible for you to improve. So let's talk about how you can get out of this deadlock position, shall we? How you can get out of this negative spiral. So first of all, you need to find the actual cause. Based on everything I've already told you, the reason why this happens you should actually already have a fairly good idea already how to break this pattern. So instead of me just sitting here throwing theory and information at you, let's use your brain for a second. Come on, like switch it on. Don't only passively listen, like switch your brain on for a second. And, and I know I told you a lot of things, but process it for a second. If the reason that you take failure so personally and go down a negative space Viral is due to the fact that your brain generalizes. What do you think you need to do in order to stop this from happening? Right. You need to stop generalizing. And you need to figure out the actual cause of the failure. And I say failure, actually, again, with quotation mark here, because it sounds so dramatic when we say failure. It's, it's really just like any kind of stuff that didn't go quite the way you had imagined. Again, like a less than ideal distance, the fact that you're, you, you, you didn't get that center line straight or whatever. But yeah, let's categorize it all as failure for now. Tiny failures, but still. Um, so what you need to do, rather than generalizing, you need to slow your thoughts down so that it doesn't skip straight to false conclusions. You need to give the analytical part of your brain enough time to go search for the actual cause. You need to become a researcher with determination of finding the actual cause here. 
How can you do this? You can record your rides. You can watch them back afterwards. Analyze every teeny details of them. Ask other people with more experience to have a look. We don't know what we don't know, right? So sometimes the cost could be something that you aren't even aware of yet. Something that you need to be doing, but that you don't know that you should be doing, right? And sometimes we simply don't see it. So maybe we do know, but we we simply don't see it because we're so focused on this one particular thing that we miss other things. And, And this is actually another favorite activity of your brain. It's called deletion. Your brain gets so much input. So the conscious part of your brain can't handle this. So this means that a big part of everything that you actually experience and see and hear and feel, a big part of it, the biggest part of it gets deleted. You don't even, it doesn't even reach your conscious brain, right? So asking other people to view and give you feedback can also be really handy for that. This might, those other people might see things that your brain deleted, right? So it's always super, super good to to ask for feedback, go and take trainings, and then once you once you figure out what the actual cost is, you obviously also need to come up with a solution to fix it. And a, a lot of time, once we know the cost, yet again, once you know the cost, it's a lot of time it's it's quite easy to actually come up with a solution to fix it. Something that you can do differently, something that you can focus on for the upcoming couple of weeks, some exercise that you, you can do on a daily basis to actually improve. And and a lot of the time, your trainer can obviously tell you those things like you can search for solutions online all those kind of stuff so I'm not saying you have to have a trainer you can also just like show your video to someone or have someone of your friends commenting on it just whatever you need to do to find the cause and then come up with a solution you can you can google your specific problem and then you can try to come up with a solution but again a lot of the time if you have the opportunity the easiest is just to go to a trainer and ask for their feedback ask for their suggestions and I'm going to take an example here something that's happened to me recently that 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 I think is a great example of what I mean when I talk about all this. So my last training, I, I had a distance. Indeed, that didn't come out quite the way I had imagined. So 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 let's go through this process. Why? I mean I mean I could generalize here and I could be like, see Jocelyn, you're a shitty rider, you can't see distances, that's the end of it. Why don't you just stop riding altogether? Because you're clearly not good enough. We can do that. That's generalization. But you know what? I'm not going to do that because I do want to continue riding and I do want to improve. So I'm going to go dig for the actual cause here. So what was the reason that that distance didn't quite come out the way? Okay, let's analyze this. Let's switch on this research part of our brain. Okay, so if I really think about it, my horse was throwing her hind legs every time I took a right turn, not only in the jumping, but actually like all the time when I was warming up. And this particular distance when I was riding towards this fence, she through her hind legs. She was kicking backwards as she did in all other right turns. So it totally made me lose my rhythm. And it also kicked me out of balance sort of in the saddle because it kicked so much backwards that I just flew forward with my upper body. So clearly having a good distance coming up with all that happening on the way to the fence, not going to happen, right? So what can I do to fix this? I can obviously have the horse looked at and figure out why she gets so agitated whenever I ask it to round around my inside leg. And once I've had her looked at and I concluded that everything is fine, she's physically fine. I mean, we obviously need to to first have a look into that. I've actually had a look into this, but like that's always a really important thing to start with. You first need to make sure that your horse is physically fine, right? Once you've done that and you know that she's physically fine, then 
well, ask yourself, why is it that the horse isn't accepting my, my, my right leg? Is it because I use too much of my spur? So maybe an option could be that I use more of my leg and less of my spur. Uh, maybe it's just that she has a really hard time to be, you know, bending to the right side. So maybe I need to work on getting her stronger and more flexible here in her body so that she doesn't find it so challenging to round her body to the right. Maybe I need to go and take some dressage lessons. Maybe I should, rather than be jumping right now, maybe I should just go taking dressage lessons every single week. Maybe I should get my trainer to ride her. Maybe I should ask him to get on so he can feel what is right because he's got way more experience than me. So maybe if he get on her, he could sense what could be a possible solution. Right? You, you see where I'm going with this? But if I would have just gone, okay, that happened. I'm a shitty rider. That's the end of it. I would have never gone into starting to think in solutions, right? But rather than generalizing, I went, okay, there must be something going on here. And it's my job as a rider and, and, you know, being responsible for my horse and wanting to make this as good as possible for the both of us. It's my responsibility to figure out what's really going on here. So I'm going to make that my mission for now. I'm going to ask my trainer. I'm going to ask her feedback. I'm going to look at videos. And I'm going to figure out what's actually going on here. Once I've figured out what's actually going on, I'm going to find a solution for it. I'm again going to talk to my trainer, ask what he thinks. Like, what could be a solution for this? What do I need to do differently? What can I focus on the upcoming month? Which exercises can I do to actually improve upon this? Right. That's all I got for you for today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, here's what you can do to spread the word. Please give this podcast a rating and a review. In Spotify, you click the three dots next to the title of the episode. You go to podcast, you scroll to the top, click on the stars. And then in Apple Podcasts, what you do is click the three dots next to the title of the episode. Again, press go to show, scroll all the way to the bottom, click on the stars, drop a sentence or two telling us what you like about this podcast. And also, what's really, really helpful is that you tell your friends about it. And not only is it helpful because we spread the word, but also your friends will benefit from it as well. You can also share it on social media, tag me in it and anything you do in this direction is really, really helpful to us and we really, really appreciate you for doing that. As we also mentioned in the beginning of this episode, if you want more and you would like to meet up in person, know that this year we're going to start doing in real life events. So we have already started planning for our first in real life events in March. It's going to be one in Belgium, at least one over in Florida. And maybe you want us to host an event close to where you are or maybe you want us to be part of an event that you're already hosting maybe you have some kind of course going on or some kind of competition and you want a mindset masterclass to be part of it then send us a message you can submit a request on our event page that's mindek.eu slash events you'll find the link to that in the show notes and apart from that there's only one more thing i want to do today and that is to challenge you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding See you on the next Magical Monday.